Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. Let's dive right into today's episode. This is season six, episode 21. Can't believe we made it this far, everyone. Thank you for being on the journey and checking out these great episodes. This one's focused on end-of-the-year items and power-ups. For those of you that are catching this in real time, this is dropping right at the end of the year in May 24th, 2022. Uh, All right, so here's the reality. You guys, if you are in a big, big year-long game, which some of you aren't, and I encourage you to explore that. That's super fun. If you're enjoying kind of the small bits of gamification, continue to do that. That's awesome too. But for us that are doing the big, uh, I needed to send out a bit of advice for us all and give you some suggestions here because your students have been playing this year-long game and there starts to be now in this final days or in the final weeks, a little bit of what I call the Jeopardy effect, right? That is that board. I've written about it in my first book, the the Jeopardy board, right? There comes a point where the players know they really cannot win, and it, now you're just going through the motions. And you want to avoid that as long as you can, but still remain kind of fair and and I don't know. You want to you want them to feel like they have a shot, but you also want to not kind of deflate the ones that have like worked hard to get there. We want what we call the Mario Kart effect, the ability to catch up where the first player who's in the lead can be proud of being in the lead because the game's kind of cheating for the the other players a little bit is kind of the the idea here, but you're not cheating so much that they automatically win and the first player has no shots. Really balanced sort of play there. And so I have uh, these, I don't know, I'm going to run through several item suggestions here that I have made over the years. Uh, the first one is for those of you that are using kind of that BP system that I I wrote about as well. That stands for battle points. It's kind of crazy, right? You use it in various activities. It gives you basically another currency to use in your game instead of just experience points. You can also have battle points in which kids want to earn and use in various ways. Um, but at the end of the game, XP is the winner, right? So I have one that's called Power Shift, and it's kind of... Really powerful in the end of my game. We've been like in the Middle Ages, sort of in my game. And here in the actual Middle Age unit, uh, I add a bit of like sorcery power. Before this, my all my items are pretty realistic and things that could happen. And the power shift is this secret society teaches you how to transfer your BP into XP. But there's it's a bit risky. So what you do is you put down an item that has BP that you don't need anymore because it's the end of the year. We're not going to be doing any sort of review games or things that require that BP. And they put down one, two, three items. It's their choice um, that have BP on it. And then they roll a six-sided die. On a one to three, the transfer happens. On a four through six, the item just breaks. Now they can use this power shift as many times as they'd like. It's just... The item breaks if they roll a four or six. Not this item, not power shift, but the actual items. They're trying to sort of suck out the BP and transfer it into experience points. This is important because at the end of the game, XP wins the day. So you're you're looking for ways for them to sort of convert and use up. So I really like this one. Um, it also 
you know, that's like a 50-50, right? One through three and four through six. But keep in mind that my game has ways to sort of mitigate against that, right? There is an item to re-roll. There is an item that can go up or down uh, in terms of dice rolls. There's an item that just can go down. It's my throwing star. You can slice off a pip on a die. So there are lots of different ways to sort of bring you back to the one through three. But it means you have to keep some of these other items. Some of those items have BP on them. Some of them don't. But it makes an interesting choice. All right. The next item I kind of wanted to queue up is one called, I, I called it Museum Exhibit. You could call it whatever you want. This worked with what happened in my class. So kids had to make a museum piece. And if they did it really well and I loved it or whatever, um, they earned this item. And what it allows them to do is, as a master of stage and museum collections, you can use this to add up to 2,000 XP to a quest you do in the future. Must be a quest and not just a homework optional one. Please, um, please, you know, try to encourage your students to sort of here in these final days when the feeling of summer can be, you know, overwhelming and the and the kids might be losing a little bit of focus this is a great one to kind of recenter them and get like one more quest out of them uh and it's kind of an interesting one because it adds 2000 xp that's crazy um super crazy another one i have that is a different version of that one. I've actually made the museum exhibit twice. So I had the one that I just told you about 2000 to a future quest used once. Then I have another one that I kind of made that's a quest booster. Same card. In fact, one year I used it one way, the other year I used it another. This one I'm about to tell you is the way I'm using it currently. And that is, uh, is same thing. I give them this talk about it, museum collections and whatnot. And they can use it in this order, the first quest they turn in, if they show me this, it's five. It's a bonus 500 XP. The second quest they turn in, it's 1500 XP. The third quest they turn in like this, it's 2500 XP. That's a whole lot of XP application on top of what they're already going to earn in the quest itself. These can be that great like bump up game catching items that are pretty cool. And, and my kids have really enjoyed them. All right, we have four more to go through here. I'm going to kind of fly through them quick because we're already at six minutes. All right, so Time Blade is one that I really have loved, and it comes here at the end. Um, I probably started giving this one out mm, maybe a month and a half ago, so or maybe start a fourth quarter. So that's the only time you can get it. Um, you can one-time use it for 100 BP times today's date. That could be really powerful. Uh, fighting against, uh, you know, like in our boss battles or whatever. So if today is the 17th, that would be 1,700 BP. That's amazing. Uh, and then another way to use the time blade, and I love it, is XP times today's date. Um, that's fantastic, right? Because now, like, XP times today's date... Uh, they can use this time blade to really massively increase, but it's one of these things that they have to kind of wait for. And I love it when I give that to a kid at the start of a month, right? They do a quest and you give it to them on like the third, you kind of explain like, whoa, that could be worth 300 XP today. And they're like, yeah. And then they like, you just see their eyes light up and it's like, wait a minute. You're telling me, let me look at this month. You tell me when we're in school on the 28th or whatever, 
this could be worth 2800 XP. And you're like, it sure could. So that one's kind of a fun one because of that time pressure. In fact, I should probably do more with the date in my game. This is the only item I have that relates to the time. And I think that might be a mechanic that I use next year a little more. Okay, the next three are all new ones that I invented this year uh, as this kind of end of the game game changer. That also worked with my uh, mid, like Renaissance unit where kids were sort of doing this bracket challenge to decide who was kind of best. My favorite guy in the bracket was Gutenberg. So I made Gutenberg Press, uh, or the printing press. And this one says, Johannes Gutenberg Printing Press allows you to print XP at will. That's just an exciting sentence. But then they got to read on. They roll two six-sided dice uh, and they can make XP. On a roll of two through six, they get 500. On a roll of seven through nine, the most likely outcomes on two dice, it damages the press. And then what I did is I put two little one-time uses there. So you fill one in. If they do it again and it gets damaged, I rip the item up. 10 through 12, it's 2,000 XP. These kind of items can be used on a realm day or sometimes on regular day if like it's a work time or something like that pretty nice in that same vein uh we had lots of explorers on that chart because it was kind of the age of exploration so this one um they can this is another one where they can trade in bp items for xp the more bp the more xp uh this one i just leave it vague and i want to kind of talk to you just two seconds about that um some of mine have clear-cut numbers like you just read but this vagueness really helps you because um, you can kind of look at what they trade in you can kind of say like this is super awesome you could also kind of look at where the student's at and give a little more of that mario kart effect you can kind of say hey this kid you know doesn't have as many big powerful items but like also way down on the leaderboard but they've done some things so like maybe you give them a little more um those top kids given some top things you still have to give really well but um, I like this openness. And then the last one is another guy on the chart was Nicholas Copernicus. And this one's talking about his heliocentric theory. This idea that the sun is the center of our quote unquote universe. And my class, I have five sections of my class. And I say, here in the realm, if your house is at the center of the leaderboard, so if you've got two houses above you, two houses below, if you are in that middle zone, uh, they have to roll uh, five six-sided dice. And if they can roll above 18, so 19 or higher, they earn 50,000 XP for their house. So that doesn't change their their standing on the leaderboard in terms of their personal standing. I don't give this kid 50,000 XP, but I add it with our EMC2 sort of leaderboard sort of Google Sheet. Um, there's a spot where you can just give points to houses instead of individuals, and they earn 50,000 XP. That can really push a house up a little bit. It can give a little hope for others. Uh, it creates a cre pretty crazy moment when they're rolling five dice and adding them up. Uh, it's a great one. So those are all big shifts, big movements in your game and can really help uh, still spice this up and inspire kids to kind of 
do their best in these final days. It's fun to sort of drop some new items. Uh, I I absolutely love making items. It's one of my favorite parts. I should probably do it more and more. Um, nonetheless, this is what I have for you today. I hope you guys have a great day. If it's if this is your last week of school for some of you, congrats for those of you that are plugging along like I am. Have probably a few more weeks to go. Uh, hang in there. We'll get to that summer and do even some more well-played and EMC2 events for you to sort of learn, level up, and kind of get ready for next year. Uh, That's all I got for you today. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day out there. And don't forget to play on.